Well, for the first time, the Kremlin has directly addressed allegations by the Australian Federal Police that Russian hackers were behind the theft of millions of personal health and identification records of Medibank customers. Now, speaking through a translator, Russian Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Maria Zakharova accused Australia of not using proper diplomatic channels to investigate the origins of the data breach. Take a listen. Unsubstantiated accusations made by the country's police against Russia for allegedly committing cyber attacks on the Medibank insurance company. And as always, no evidence is being presented. The statement comes as the cyber criminals behind the hack dumped what appears to be the remainder of the stolen customer data on the dark web. Up to this point, the attackers were kind of drip feeding the sensitive customer information in the hope of being paid a ransom, which Medibank has since refused to pay. According to them, the case is now closed and all the information now readily accessible. But Is this really the end of this saga? Sean Gath is the former CEO of the Private Health Insurance Administration Council and continues to consult to the industry. Uh, Welcome to you, Sean. The comment from these Russian hackers accompanying this latest release was, and I quote, happy cyber security day, added folder full, cased closed, end quote. So, So now that the information is supposedly all just out there floating around the dark web, is this really the case, and is it really closed? Well, uh, perhaps as far as they're concerned, it is, Andy. But uh, I think the uh, the nightmare goes on for Medibank Private, and in fact, I think it's arguably moving into a whole new different phase now. Because um, if I understand what's occurred uh, overnight, uh, the entire holdings that were um, in the possession of the cyber criminals have now been released in a way which will be accessible to anybody who wants to get hold of it. That I mean, admittedly on the dark web, but presumably anybody who wants to can get there somehow. And um, anybody with the will and the adequate uh, degree of malice wishing to do so will be able to sort of pass through that material try and single out or identify an individual or groups. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 use the information in a way which is going to be dangerous. So who amongst uh, this data, whose data is most vulnerable with this release? Well, it, it depends, Andy, because um, health information, and, and I think it's the health information that's the key here, not, uh, you know, stuff like passport numbers and, uh, and telephone numbers. It's the health information that's really critical. And uh, you can re- reverse engineer quite a bit of that and find out um, what people have done in their lives. Um, as I said, it depends a little bit on your own circumstances. I mean, for you and me, the fact that you and I have had a blood transfusion, for example, at some stage may be of zero or little consequence to anyone we know. But, you know, uh, probably as well as I do, that there are some people in our society for whom that would be regarded as highly dangerous information if that was released. Likewise, you know, information about perhaps abortions or uh, other medical procedures which reflect adversely upon some aspects of their lifestyle. Um, All these things potentially come into play. And as I said, it really does represent, I believe, a whole new and potentially very uh, dangerous phase in this uh, this episode for Medibank Private and Australians generally. How do you rate Medibank's handling of this so far? Look, I'd probably break it down into a few bits. The I think the uh, the fact that it happened in the first place, I think, is an enormous black mark against them. Uh, they should have had procedures in place to ensure this didn't happen. 
They're a large business with lots of substantial resources. Uh, they've, they've got corporate governance systems in place, risk management processes, and I can say as a former prudential regulator, the regulators take a very close interest in uh, risk management procedures, including obviously at the heart of most modern risk management analysis is this sort of risk, cyber risk breach. So the fact that it happened at all, you know, that perhaps they left the cat flap open or something like that and um, something uh, was able to sneak in some place that wasn't thought through. But nevertheless, it sh this should absolutely not have happened. And so I marked them down heavily for that in the first place. In terms of their response since then, I think it's also been a little bit problematic from my perspective. I think there's been a, a sort of a minimising approach early on. Originally, it was this is not much or it's just foreign students or it's just AHM customers. And then gradually, as time has rolled out, we found out it's bigger. Well, we saw that worse. with Optus too, didn't we? I mean, I'm not sure if this is coming from the sort of publicity or PR spinners here or, or the executives themselves, but this seems to be the standard playbook in some of these data breaches. Would you agree? Yeah, look, it, it probably is. It doesn't mean that it's good. The um, I think Possibly they're trying to manage their relationships with their customers, but equally with a company like Medibank Private, they're trying to uh, try and uh, manage the information that passes into the uh, into the share market as well. And obviously their share price has been badly hit by this whole episode. So there's a number of factors that are moving around uh, at any given time which impact the way in which information is released. But um, it, you know, the sad fact is, and it's taken almost a month for it to happen, I think the original information was in early November, um, it's taken a month and now we know uh, it's a whole lot of health data about a whole lot of people and now it's just sitting out there in the black uh, uh, in the black web, uh, in the dark web, uh, potentially available to anybody who wants to use it. So it's pretty much the worst possible outcome you could possibly imagine. On RN and Drive... We have to deal with that now. Sure. On RN Drive, Sean Gath, the former CEO of the Private Health Insurance Administration Council is here. We're talking about the latest and reportedly final data dump by the Medibank cyber criminal criminals. Of course, APRA is looking into this, Sean, and no doubt other agencies will be investigating. But in the meantime, in your view, is the Medibank CEO's job still tenable? Well, that's a matter for the board. Uh, I think it must be under some must be under some doubt. Uh, this is the biggest crisis to hit this company. In fact, probably the biggest crisis to hit the whole industry for about twenty years. Back in the early two thousands, uh, Medibank, along with a number of insurers, got into quite a bit of uh, financial strife and had to be bailed out by the government. So that was a pretty um, dark moment for the company, or it was a government-owned agency in those days. So, but, so do, um, do you think the board can hold on? Look, uh, I don't think it makes a lot of sense to have a wholesale uh, replacement of the board. APRA probably will suggest that if they believe there's been such egregious misbehaviour by members of the board that it warrants a wholesale clean-out. But I, I can't see that that helps the company. I, I know a lot of the people on the board and they're pretty good. They've got a good board. There's a lot of smart people there who know what they're doing. They're well chaired as well. Um, uh, so I think they're well set up to deal with it. Whether or not they don't want to turn the guns on the CEO, though, I think is another question. He definitely has got some serious answers to uh, some serious questions to answer. We'll have to leave it there. Sean Gath is the former CEO of the Private Health Insurance Administration Council. Appreciate your time tonight, Sean. My pleasure.
It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations, live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.